Good morning, 938. I'm Jenna Barr, and you are listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I promised a live expert coming up, and I delivered. Well, he delivered because he showed up today. <laughs> Todd St. Orris is here. I'm alive. <laughs> he came in, made me turn the lights on yeah, and everything. Yeah. And so it's hey, y'all, Jenna's cheery. in a cave in here, you know, in the dark, and I said, let there be light. And so here we are. We, we've illuminated the studio. It's awesome. Uh, sometimes I, maybe my peppiness just brings enough of enough. Well, she says it's for working, it. so uh, she's got her head down over there. There was smoke coming out. I'm like, hey, what's going on smoke in the dark coming out over of my here? ears, oh. coming up with some new Good things. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, we had rain. Day. What was that? You know, and I feel like I missed it. It was just enough it was just overnight, we right? Yeah, yeah. And just enough humidity, but we've got some That's the way I like the rain. Coming. Overnight, we're done affect the work crew. You know, we're out there working. Oh, yeah. And you told me you guys are all over the place oh and all gosh, over yeah. the clock. Yeah, yeah. We, we're I got days and nights. Uh, going this week and next so so when you say nights are you doing installations at night or are you doing repairs too? oh we're doing a giant uh duct cleaning job for the air force at night and they use the building during the day so we're down at hurlburt this week and um so it's um you know so we have to shuffle through you know it's kind of a it's just a big commercial building and so mm-hmm. we, we they let us get in there at night so okay anyways, it's good that's a that's a pretty big deal. Good yeah, for we, you. Yeah, we got a new contract with the Air Force, so uh, we've got some government work coming. But, you know, we're we're to the time of year where we're going to start doing that attic work without so much begrudging objection because, mm-hmm. the you know, the temperature's dropped. You know, we were just talking off air. Um, you know, we've had the back screen door open for, uh, you know, eight or ten days. It's just been yeah. so nice. And then, uh, you know, you come out this morning, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a little humid. It pops back up in a hurry. And like Lisa Murphy was saying from Southern Climate Solutions before, it is um, humid here all the time. That that last week or 10 days that we've had is kind of um, – it's a welcome respite from the humidity. Yep. But it's, it's uh, on a rare occasion, you know, and we find some of that in – uh, maybe January, February as well in some of those times when it's cooler. But, you know, the one of the things that happens in your indoor environment, we'll just jump right in. As soon as you turn off your air conditioner, I'll put on my air conditioning contractor hat. Yeah, as soon as you me. turn off your air conditioner, your c- capability for dehumidification from the AC system and from the duct system, it's gone. It's mm-hmm. gone. So, um, you know, last time we talked about we had a little cool weather coming in and we told everybody to – prep their heater for the upcoming heat season you know like open up the doors and the windows and then run that air condition or run that heater for a couple of cycles um early on before you need the heat well now on a humid day like this it's not time to do that because um you know the recovery you'll have a humid house all day long Mm -hmm. so but you know those last cool few days that we had with the air off was Man, it was just nice, wasn't it? Did Did you enjoy that? Of course, you I'm got attacked en- by mosquitoes, I guess, huh? <laughs> I know. I, Todd, Todd sees my neck. It's the only thing that's showing is my neck, and I left the doors open, and Marco, the mosquitoes what's up? were like, oh, she looks yeah, delicious. Yeah, 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 uh, it. But it has been wonderful, and it's been wonderful for our wallets, I bet, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice to have the air off or, you know, down a little bit. Um but, you, you know, you have to think about in terms of when you turn the air conditioning off, your dehumidification. So let's talk like a typical air conditioner nowadays, even the newer ones. Um, you, so there's two types of heat. There's sensible heat and latent heat. Mm-hmm. One is temperature heat, sensible. 
latent heat is a humidity heat and the air conditioner pulls both out. So when you're running the AC in cool mode, you get typically somewhere between 60, 40, or 80, 20 split. In other words, 60% temperature work, 20, 40% humidity work. That's on a super duper high end dehumidifying air conditioner. As soon as you turn that off, that's gone. And if you have an older straight up system, you know, you're probably getting 80% temperature work, 20% dehumidification. So the air conditioner does some of that by the nature of the beast, but it doesn't always pull all that humidity out. And as soon as you turn off AC, which is what Gulf Power is charging us for, is all that power to run the air conditioner, your dehumidifying capabilities are gone. So that's why the, the hygrometer is really important. And you want to move it around always, always, always use the bath fan when you're in the master and there's somebody taking a Hollywood shower of your teenagers, you know, if there's a lot of moisture in there, you want to use the bath fan to help dehumidify the house and then put your hygrometer in that area of the house and look and see what's going on. And that'll and it's tell like, you maybe it's time to shut the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it just tells you like, wow, it, when we use the shower back here, the humidity builds up. And if you don't use the bath fan to get it out of the house, you know, the air conditioner's trying to take that out of there. And sometimes it's not as efficient as what you would think. Mm. So, and then we get a lot of questions about, well, how do we know if there's a problem? One is the humidity, how it feels. The other, they're visual cues. You know I mean? You look around the vents and see if I got this black looking moldy, spotty looking stuff going around the vents. Um, you know, is it sinus? Is it, you know, am I just not feeling well? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a heartbreaker story that I saw yesterday about uh, all these people that had carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. And uh, they got in there and figured out what it was. But carbon monoxide, uh, low-level exposure, oftentimes makes it look like um, flu or, you know, maybe COVID. It's misdiagnosed. But mm-hmm. low-level carbon monoxide is another issue that if you're not ventilating the house correctly, the V part of HVAC, um, you know, you have all kinds of potential issues. So if you don't feel well, or you visually, you see stuff building up on the, around the vents or in the air conditioning, if your dust level's high, the other thing is uh, hot and cold rooms, temperature imbalance. You know, it's like, God, we got one end of the house. we got these two bedrooms or one room that just doesn't get right. Well, it's probably a duct issue. Mm. And then if you don't have smooth, even airflow throughout the house, you don't have smooth, even comfort throughout the house. And then, you know, it affects you. The only tool anybody has, Jenna, on the wall is that thermostat, and they're over there punching that button down, right. and that gets you into trouble. I mean, we saw that all With summer long when it was 95 degrees out yeah, and all that. So, Well, you keep punching the numbers down. You keep seeing your bill go up, and then you, you're just all over the place. You're getting frustrated instead of just having somebody well, take a and look at it. the air conditioner, if, you know, if it's working hard enough to bring that temperature way low, you get to dew point, and then you're sweating like the outside of a glass iced tea on the duct. On the registers, you'll see uh, dripping or water stain around the registers. That's an issue that we can help you at Gulf Coast Air Care with kind of fixing some of those HVAC. We're, we're in the niche market of correcting these problems that are not typically found when you do an air conditioning change out or whatever. So, um, you know, there's a lot of smaller things, you know, and we do duct renovation, duct cleaning, air filtration, and then, you know, kind of home performance testing is 
helping you to understand that big picture. The hygrometer is one small part of that. Right. But, you know, if I have a three-ton system, am I getting three tons of air out of it? Well, I don't know. You know, that's a... Or where is the air going? Well, and well yeah, if I'm not getting three tons of it, you know, because the air conditioner's just running. It's like, I'm a three-ton air conditioner. Right. This is my job. There's and it's a like, leak. Well, the where squirrels is that up going? there just yeah. like enjoying the breeze. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. The squirrels are in the attic going, this is great. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I only said Let's that because I know... burrow down and, you know, like, yeah. oh. Sam's mentioned he's seen a, you know, a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah. rodent mm-hmm. issues in his so. time, so... Well, and that's the other thing that, you know, if it's... If you invite them into your attic, they will take you up and come because it, you know, if there's air leaks in there or whatever. Yeah. Or if there's like a major storm sometimes too, wind happens, it pulls out of the eaves, you don't, the soffits, you know, get Mm -hmm. loose and all it takes is a little fun squirrel. I've seen after hurricanes in the past, you know, we've been in business almost 30 years, so we went into attics and all the insulation was at one end of the attic and the the sheetrock was exposed at the end of the house where the wind came from. Mm. And it's, you know, the, the wind pressures and all that, everything gets depressurized. So it just, you know, I mean, we could go on for days and days about the stories of what we've seen. But if we can help you, if you have any questions uh, or concerns, call us at Gulf Coast Air Care, 850-934-2768. Our website is gulfcoastaircare.com online, and you can go on there and get some information. Um, and then, you know, hit us up and we'll put you on for a schedule and inspection and kind of look and see um, – you know, what's going on, help you figure out the best way. Cause you know, right now we're in the shoulder season. So in other words, the peak season is the top of the heat, you know, yes, and all that. Yes, yes. The shoulder seasons is we still have humidity, right. but we're kind of going on and off with the air conditioning season, you know, or, and, uh, we're not fully dependent. Yeah. Yeah. We're not fully dependent on that yeah. because it's been nice. But one of the things that I see happening and it could be earlier this year, um, is we get people calling about odors and they're like, oh, we got this horrible, musty odor. It smells like an old, nasty, wet towel, wet dog, mm. gym bag that didn't get emptied out. And what's happening in a lot of cases, it depends on the weather a little bit, but we go from the morning where we have the heat on. The afternoon, midday, it's kind of nice out. In the afternoon, it heats up, so we turn the AC on. So we got this coil going from wet to dry to wet. Oh, to dry, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, and then yes. you get this biofilm on there, and you get this funky odor in there, and it, and it happens every year, end of October, November, into December, depending on how the weather and how we change with that heat load and that temperature, and you know I see it every year after all of these years, decades, mm-hmm. you know we're just like yeah. So one of the things that's happening is you could be going from a dry coil to a wet coil. And then every time you re-wet that coil, if it's not clean, um, and the ultraviolet light is is a great way to uh, eliminate that from happening. But you got to have a clean coil to start with, and uh, you know that's something that uh, um, I hate to say it's out in front of us somewhere. But it, it you know, I'm going to get those calls coming up a little bit. So yeah, well, and I, it kind of goes back to how should we treat our HVAC system? How should we handle turning heat on on chillier mornings? Should we even bother on different days? Is there a strain? Should we, you know, take advantage of either just leaving the AC off or just turning the AC higher? You know, you have to go back and forth and think, well, what fits for you? Obviously, we don't want anybody catching Mm -hmm. any kind of sickness or anything, but there's also sickness that can be caught by going back and forth, back and forth with your AC, right? Your AC heat, AC Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, the more data you have, the more 
uh, the better choice you can make as far as if you have hygrometer information with, you know, you know what the humidity is, you know what the temperature is, and you can see the weather outside. You know, yeah. I like the hygrometer that tells you outside temperature and humidity as well as inside. Uh, you know, that's a little fancier one. It's probably going to cost you upwards of 20 or 25 bucks. Oh. And it'll have a sensor that you can put out front or out back somewhere. And it says, hey, it's humid outside and all that. Because a lot of people get that information from the weather sources, you know, the weather channel or. Yeah, you get it on your phone. Yeah, you get right. it on your phone or from TV or whatever. So, but the more data that you have about the indoor and outdoor environment, the the better choice you make as to. Well, how do I address this? But, you know, for supplemental dehumidification, um, you have that thing working whether the air conditioner is on or off. So if you have your, a standalone DU, and that's what I have at my house, it works great. I mean, I just love it. Because in the shoulder season, when it's not really hot, we still have humidity control. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we we uh, we had a focus in our newsletter this month about humidity, uh, humidity and dehumidifier. So um, we were offering a a uh, discount on whole house dehumidifier. So if you have a question about that, if that's something we can help you with, call us at 850-934-2768. We'd be happy to talk with you or get you some information about dehumidifiers and whole house systems. You know, the standalones are an option. Um, they're a little bit more inexpensive, but they're a lot more inefficient. They're noisy and, you know, they're just kind of energy hogs for the amount of dehumidification that you get. So, but, you know, there's people that have portables and they ask me where to put them. And, you know, so if you don't have a dedicated drain on a portable dehumidifier, you're emptying that tank 14 times a day. Because in our humid climate, it, you know, the humidity builds up. If the thing's working right, it's going to pull that moisture out yeah. and collect it in that tank. Then you got to Most of the time you keep it in. running. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, it'll run. You know, and you set the humidity level at uh, 50%, 45%, mm -hmm. and it'll try and work down to that space. Yeah. And then... You know, there was a question about the uh, hygrometer on the thermostat. I've seen a lot of those that are not accurate or they're located right next to the return. Right. And so they're influenced by that airflow in the air conditioning system. Whereas a portable hygrometer, it, you know, it's a lot less inexpensive. You have two sources now. You can look at the thermostat and the portable and see, are they are they close to each other? And then you can move it around, move it to the master, move it to the uh, kitchen area, the laundry, whatever, and sure. you get a better idea of what's going on in the house. Yeah. And then, like you mentioned too, it's kind of good to move it to see which areas because yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. that could show an issue. And then, you know, so, it, and this whole time we're talking about diagnostics. So then it's like, okay, we have a problem. Who do we call? Will you call us at Gulf Coast Air Care and we want to come out and look at the insulation levels in the house, look at the condition of the duct system because the majority of duct systems are in the attic and they're out of sight, out of mind. Unless you're uh, an adventurer and you want to go climb it up in your attic and look, then you need to have a trained eye for like, well, what are we looking for? Well, we're looking for rodent droppings. We're looking for crushed duct. We're looking for stuff that's got leak points in it. We're looking for uh, smooth, not a pile of spaghetti, but smooth airflow through straight line duct. If you don't have that in your attic, that's where you want to call in a professional like us, Gulf Coast Air Care, and then we can help you resolve that issue. Oftentimes, you know, I I, I saw this um, I saw this in a house yesterday, uh, and and the guy had just moved in there, but they didn't realize what was going on. Hmm. So whoever lived there before said, ah, this air conditioner don't work right. So uh, they put an oversized air conditioner. Well, so, oh well, you don't need two and a half tons. Let's put three. Let's put three and a half. Oh boy. So you know, and so three and a half tons in this air conditioning. 
of, of air conditioning in this house, now they've got an unintended consequence and they got a whole different problem. They're overcooling. So the, even if the air is running, it doesn't run long enough to dehumidify the house because... So there's more moisture. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like you could run this house on two and a half tons, but we put three and a half tons in there. So, you know, now we run for seven minutes and shut off. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I, the thermostat says, I'm done. My work here is done. I'm good. Yeah, we uh, hit that temperature. Yeah, I'm at 75 degrees, good to go. Right. It's like, well, wait a minute. We need to run a little longer to pull the humidity down. Nope, nope. This three and a half ton unit is done working. Oh. And I mean, you know, it's, it's just, so that's the other thing that worth. happens. <laughs> yeah. So, and well, and everybody's like, oh, I don't want my air conditioner to run 16 minutes. Yes, you do if it's pulling humidity down. Because right. in the long run. You want it to do its actual yeah, full job. Yeah, yeah, And in the long run, it's harder on an air conditioner if it's on, off, on, off, on, off. All this short right. cycling because it's oversized. You know, yeah. it turns on, runs for six minutes, shuts off. Turns on, runs for seven minutes, shuts off. You know, that's hard on an air conditioner. So the the hygrometer can though show okay the air conditioner's not pulling out any any moisture and then keep an ear out for your air conditioner how often it's running because if it yeah, is yeah, oversized yeah. you can have it. I was up late resized. last night because I had guys at nights and so I was sitting in my chair and and the air conditioner's in the garage closet behind where I sit in the living room and uh, so I I took note the air conditioner turned on and I've got all kinds of buzzers and whistles and bells at my house. Mm-hmm. Anything that we sell to the public, we try on our own stuff. And yeah, so my house yeah, is naturally. guinea pig house. Yeah. So I got a whole house dehumidifier. You're the guinea pig a, house. <laughs> I have a, um, a, a humidity, an AC enhancer. So I was watching last night as the air conditioner run on, stepped up the, the airspeed and then turned it off. And I watched the temperature go down and I was like, hey, yeah, this thing's working great. I'm loving this. So <laughs> Check. <laughs> I was like, I wish these guys would call me and tell me that they're good to go down there tonight. So oh, I so could go, go to, to bed. bed. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I w- woke up with cramps in my feet. I felt like the wicked witch of the West. Oh, my feet no. were all cramped up. I'm like, golly, is the humidity waited. and the heat load back? What's going no, on? So you're just up waiting. Well, that's very, you're very committed to your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so. I have to say, I love all this information that you've brought this morning, Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Gulf Coast Air care.com or you can give them a call 850-934-2768 uh yeah if you want to get a copy of the newsletter we will send it to you snail mail in your mailbox because we've been doing that for 10 years or we can email you a link uh you know uh, to the pdf copy of it happy to do that call vanessa at the office give her your information if you have questions or concerns you know we're happy to help you you know, I consider myself, I'm a contractor. My dad was a contractor. I've been a contractor for, but we do education because indoor air quality has so much more um, education and building science that, you know, there are issues that people think, oh, I should just do this. Like, well, hang on, wait a minute. Let's talk about this a little bit. Right. I had a guy that they called me about an attic fan the other day. It's like, well, if you put a powered attic fan and they had moved from a different part of the uh, country, a different climate, and those old farmhouses up in the Midwest had these huge attic fans. Well, yes. if you do that here, anywhere you've got gaps, cracks, and holes, you're going to be sucking all that airflow directly out of the conditioned space in your house. Don't do the powered attic ventilator. It sounds kind of like a, oh, yeah, okay, the air is 130 degrees in my attic. I should suck that out of there. You want to get it out, right. But you're exchanging it with cool air from the house through gaps, cracks, and holes, and you're pulling that moisture-laden air conditioning from outside into the attic we don't want more moisture in the house even if it's in the attic we want less so and the trend is to go to a sealed attic in other words no foam no gaps yeah Yeah. no ridge vent no soffit vents um that's the trend to go to less ventilation through the attic not more 
Yeah, so you when see you add a hundred uh, or a thousand eight hundred CFM fan yeah. in the attic, you're Ooh. just amplifying that vapor pressure and that airflow against any gaps, cracks, and holes. That's not uh, from a building science standpoint. You're working it's against not a good yourself. idea. Yeah, you're working against yourself. But yeah, it's, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like, oh, yeah, it's hot up there. I should suck that of air Of course. Out. You're like, I don't want it to be an oven above my head. Right, right, right. So but and, we you all know, just the, deal with it in the summer now. And here. that's why we have it backwards here in that, you know, all the air conditioning ducts are in the oven because that's where the attic is. It's the oven. So if we can help you at Gulf Coast Air Care, please call us, 850-934-2768. GulfCoastAirCare.com is our website. Um, we'll talk to you. We, we do a special um deal on the newsletter every month we're happy to uh, give you you know just things to think about seasonally or if you have issues you know we're here for you we're, we want to help answer any of your questions your concerns um you know duct cleaning we haven't even really touched on duct cleaning today but you know cleaning a system it, it just i mean that's the first place and filtration you don't have a good air filter. Oh, my goodness. You have waited now to say it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If <laughs> you, you don't are, have a good air filter, you are you one. Are one. Yeah. So call us. We was, are happy to help. We were missing something today, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Dry, Todd. cool air is what we've been missing. Oh, yes. It's on the way. It's coming. It's coming. The fair is around the corner, right? Woo! <laughs>